time to hustle America. Roll up our sleeves and make dreams happen. Midwest Momentum brings you stories of CEOs, startups, product development, and founders doing whatever it takes to make their big idea happen. Midwest Momentum is supported by Big Kitty Labs and produced by G&R Media. Here's Midwest Momentum host, Dan Rockwell and Michelle Gatchel. Michelle Gatchel. Michelle Gatchel. Dan, gosh, we have a great guest today. Her name is Aurora Davidson, and she's got a couple businesses going on. Awesome. I love that name. You know, it's kind of astral travel. Let's go. Let's do it. Aurora, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, glad to be here. So, gosh, and congratulations. I know you just recently got married. Took the plunge. Yes, yes, took the plunge. Got married on our farm. Whole deal. Nice. Awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) So Aurora, we're going to talk to you about uh, both of your businesses, Feathered Philly, which is a fantastic jewelry business. And I love how unique it is and what you do. And we'll talk about that in a sec. But then we're also going to talk to you about precision equine cryotherapy. And, you know, I I do another podcast called um, Horsing Around, and I've seen this used on the racehorses. So, you know, this is a really cool thing, and I can't wait to talk to you about it. But Let's start out with Feathered Philly because one, I'm a big joy nut and two, I love birds, but let's talk about how you came up with this idea. Okay. Yeah. So um, I've been riding cutting horses for some time now. And when you're getting ready, getting the horses ready and everything, um, you might be on them for a while, getting them warmed up, getting ready to show. Um, and what you wear when you're showing is just a hat, um, a button down shirt, and then some chaps. And so the girls, uh, they always like to have like some earrings um, or maybe a necklace because if we're being honest, we look like, besides our our ponytail bouncing around in the back, we look like (laughs) a bunch of dudes um, riding around out there. So uh, all all the girls like to have a little something feminine, um, something their own maybe. And what I got tired of was I was tired of my ears just being wrecked by the end of the day from heavy earrings um, Mm. bouncing around all day. So I started, okay, go back even further. Um, Sure, sure. So my now husband, boyfriend at the time, Eli, um, had a lot more farm experience than me. I was just the horse girl that liked cows and all the other stuff too, but he had a lot of experience with uh, chickens, showing fancy chickens, all that stuff um, through high school. And then in college, he started uh, raising, um, incubating the eggs and raising them up uh, from babies and then going to these different um, shows and uh, swap meets and selling. And that's kind of how he paid for uh, food and beer in college <laughs> with those. So we got to go into some of these different auctions and stuff. And I would just be like, man, these feathers are so pretty. Uh, I could do something with these. I always loved peacocks and he got me a peacock. And then when he molted all his feathers. I just started tinkering around with them one day. And that was how I made my first pair of earrings was 
out of peacock feathers and that has grown into using pheasant feathers, um, different fancy chickens. Um, and now we have like 30 peacocks. <laughs> 30 peacocks, that's awesome. <laughs> Maybe not 30, <laughs> probably like 15, but <laughs> it's been 30 before. <laughs> Aww. So now, and, and so you found that the lighter earrings and stuff helped. Yes. It didn't yes. trash your ears. Yes, was not pulling on your ears. You could wear them all day. Didn't really know they were there, but they were still something fun and um, a good talking point and <laughs> yeah, all that good stuff. And have you made like braids to put in the horse's manes and stuff too? I have not, but a couple of my customers have sent me pictures where they've taken um, the earrings and been like, look what I did. Oh, a dual, a dual purpose. That. That's very cool. <laughs> See, maybe you need to sell that site too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> braid this into your, braid this into your mane. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, so you had this idea and then how did it go from your, you solving your own problem to people starting to catch on and want to buy it too? Oh man, I just went to a horse show with the pair and um immediately these girls were like oh my gosh like I'll I'll pay you to make those and there I, I was like well okay like you know as it's no secret as if you're a horse person um generally you're looking for another way to supplement your income so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like all right um we'll run with this and so I started doing different earrings and then um, some different necklaces and things like that. Uh, all of my stones that I use, I use a lot of turquoise um, or Navajo pearls, things of that nature. And I- Wait, What's order... a Navajo pearl? So they're- Like fresh red oysters or something? No, no, no. Um, they're handmade from sterling silver from- uh, oh, cool. Native Americans. Okay. Um, Beautiful. So like all these and all my turquoise, I uh, try to make sure they're all resourced um, ethically that way too. Nice. All right. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, let's talk about starting this business then. I know you come from a business owner background with your mom and Nick and Mm -hmm. what was it hard to get started or did you kind of pick up from them um talking to them definitely helped uh because they just have that kind of business mindset um but they helped me a lot with um like my website and uh my domain and all that kind of stuff um mm -hmm. <laughs> you just learned on you got on the go yeah yeah you just kind of like okay this works this doesn't and you just keep moving <laughs> now have you added to your types of birds to make jewelry from oh yeah that has um totally changed the way Eli looks at birds because sometimes if I'm not with him he'll be he'll send me a picture and be like oh can you do anything with these feathers uh what about this type of pheasant 
Um, there's all kinds of different colors of peacocks. So that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We've got um, a gorgeous bronze male named Nigel. Um, we've got a purple male. Um, yeah, there's there's all kinds. And these are all uh, another question I get a lot. Um, everything's naturally molted. So I am not going out there and picking the feathers, thinking <laughs> these birds there. All of them, um, all the peacocks will molt their tails um, around this time of the year. So I'll go out, collect them, clean them. Um, and then same with the pheasants and everything. It kind of, the males molt when their breeding season is done. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And the male, the males are the pretty ones. It's, it's opposite in nature. So peacocks, pheasants, turquoise, Navajo pearls, and deer yep. skin, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So where do you see this going next? Oh, gosh. Um, let's see. I would love to have uh, some of the like NFR girls in my stuff. Some of like the NFR barrel racers. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Cool. We might have to, you know, <laughs> send them a free pair and say, hey, yeah. <laughs> get a picture in these for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, sure. Well, cool. So after, after the feathered filly and now that you are a businesswoman, did you go through the whole process of like registering and doing all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Or oh was yeah. That pain or was that easy? Um, not too bad. You just have to learn to keep all your receipts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the tax part. Oh, no. yes. Yes. <laughs> keep uh, all your receipts. Well, let's take a break here. But when we come back, your other business, Precision Equine Cryotherapy, um, I can't wait to talk to you about this because I think it's fascinating. And Dan, I, I don't know, but we need to look into cryotherapy for us, but we'll talk about that next, <laughs> next segment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if you'd like to find some of this fantastic feathered jewelry at the Feathered Philly, you can go to featheredphilly.com. You can also find Aurora's jewelry on Instagram at feathered underscore Philly or on Facebook. And it's a feathered filly at fb.me slash a feathered filly. All right, we'll be right back with more from Aurora and hear about her amazing business, Precision Equine Biotherapy. Hey, America, welcome back to Midwest Momentum. We're part of the Momentum, too. We're Big Kitty Labs. We're located in Columbus, Ohio, and we help anyone get to next. That's right. Whatever you want to do, you want to go further, you want to find new money, or you want to build an empire, well, we're your best friend. So why don't you come online and visit us at BigKittyLabs.com, and we'll get started together. Are you looking to sell your home? The Central Ohio market is competitive, so you need an advantage, and Caldwell Banker Realty can help. Realtor John Bach is a trusted advisor for 23 years and will make sure you get the best price for your home. 
call Bach & Associates at 614-332-1916. Welcome back to Midwest Momentum, where you hear the new ideas, innovations, and investments happening in the Midwest. We even spot unicorns from time to time, all proving the Midwest is a great place to live and join the momentum of our startup community. And now, two people who have already been swept away in the Midwest momentum are hosts, Michelle Gatchel and Dan Rockwell. We're back. All right. Yes, we are back. Dun, dun, dun. And, you know, we're talking to Aurora about her fantastic business, Feather Philly. And yeah. now, you know, we're going to talk to her about the precision equine cryotherapy. And this is fascinating to me because, you know, I love massages and specifically mm. I like the hot rock massages, but Dan, have you ever done one of those like ice baths? Yeah. I'm an ice bath fanatic, like cold showers, sign me up. In fact, you, you do that in startup stuff. They want you to go and like, you know, do 30 days of cold showers and changes your life and you know, Tim Harris type stuff. Um, and it's, uh, I love it. Um, it's, it's, uh, I wish it was a little bit more surgical at times because, you know, cold plunge is kind of like whole body immersion. So mm-hmm. see what, uh, what she's got there with the cryotherapy. That's pretty advanced here. Science. Yes. Yes. Where, where do you want me to start? <laughs> How's it work about the cryotherapy? What's the history and, uh, and how did it get here? Okay. Yeah. So it started with people, um, you'll see sometimes, depending on where you're located, different cryotherapy chambers more for people, nice. um, promoting all kinds of good stuff. And what, what is it about cryotherapy that's special? How is it different than hot therapy? Yeah. So, well, it started with people, uh, athletes, professional athletes, they noticed that with the cold therapy is a lot more effective pre-exercise, pre-game, pre-workout, all of that, because it kind of jumpstarts your system. It tells your system like, okay, we're going to work. We're going to go be active. When you think versus say getting in a hot tub, uh, you don't really want to go run after you've been in a hot tub. You might want to go chill on the couch or whatever. Um, so that's where the cryotherapy kind of got its start was a need for that and just flushing out your system. Yeah. If that makes okay. sense. Yeah. So did you go to school for this? Yes. I went uh, last, all last winter, I was in class uh, two nights a week for this, all via Zoom. Um, but yes, I was in class yeah two nights a week all winter (laughs) (laughs) and what kind of equipment do you use for cryo like dan i'm picturing like sci-fi they took the guy's brain (laughs) who died and they put it on ice in a cryo thing yeah i got demolition man in my head but i'm pretty sure it's not that i think it's precision right yes (laughs) yes so yes for people there are you can go get in a cryotherapy tank but that would be kind of hard with your horse, right? Yeah. And probably really expensive. <laughs> um, so what I use, let me backtrack a little bit. So before we even get to the cold part, 
I'm going to go through and use, it's called myofascial scraping. And that sounds kind of rough, right? But it's not. So what I'll do is I have these special tools, uh, same thing you would use on a human. And what that's going to do when I go through and scrape the body, it's pretty much a very deep tissue massage. And the tools allow me to get way deeper than my hands could ever allow me. Uh, and what we're doing when we do that is breaking up that tight, it's called fascia tissue. And that's the tissue that's between your muscles and the skin. And that's what you, where you get knots, maybe in your neck, that's all built up fascia tissue. Um, so what we do when we scrape that is we're breaking all of that up. And then when you go in with the cryotherapy, you're flushing all of those toxins and lactic acid out. And then you asked about what type of um, machine I'm using. So after I use my tools to scrape, um, I have a, it's called a cryotherapy gun and it's hooked up to a CO2 tank. And the gun allows like a targeted stream um, directly to the body, to that area. So pretty much it's a targeted ice bath. Wow. That's awesome. Do they have this for humans too? Yes. Yes. You can do it on people. Wow. <laughs> so I'm imagining any horse would love this, but like, do you work with like show horses or race horses? Yes. Um, mostly in my, what I do is with a lot of show horses, um, some barrel racing horses, um, a lot of older horses, senior horses. Hmm. Um, and then I also have a couple, I have one horse, uh, that is recovering, uh, post-surgery. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And how, how long does a treatment take? Yeah. So I will, if we're doing a whole body session, I will scrape the whole body and that's usually about 45 minutes of scraping and then usually spend around uh, five minutes a leg and then 10 minutes on the back um, with the cryotherapy. Dude, Dan, what do you think? We need to sign up for this. No, oh, yeah, I, I, uh, I definitely want to try. Um, I've seen the cryo sort of therapy centers that you can go and check out and um, yeah, I think between that and cold plunge, and then of course we talked about the isolation or the float spa type stuff, which is also really cool. So all of this is like cutting edge sort of new wellness. And it's, um, I think what I like about it is that it connects on multiple levels. It's not just, um, you know, the cryogen helps the muscle structure, but also it sort of, a, it helps the skin and it's, it, it seems lightweight, you know, unobtrusive compared to other methods that would maybe take more stress to the body, you know? Yeah, a lot of, uh, it's really good pre-therapy. So they only need, I would say about an hour off um, in between sessions. So I'll work on a lot of horses the same day that they go show uh, or before. And so it's really good that way because some of the other therapies can cause some lethargy when this is kind of amping up the system, like <laughs> um, it wouldn't cause the lethargic feeling that sometimes you can get 
opposed to just straight massage or oh. things of that or heat. So you said after an hour, they c they're all right to go and do some other stuff. They feel yes. okay. Mm -hmm. They don't, they're not lethargic. Mm -hmm. So how, like for a recovering horse or what's the average that you see a horse then? How often? I prefer to get on a monthly to six week schedule. Um, but also if you have a big show coming up or something of that nature, I can definitely either come to the farm the night before uh, or meet you at the show or, or whatever. We can, we can do that as well. You can't really overdo it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't hurt the horses. No, sometimes just like people, um, if you haven't had a massage in a while or anything like that, you might be like, oh, like react a little bit, but then they start to lean in because they, they realize that you're there to help them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. So how long have you been doing this business? I finished school in March. So yeah. It's a new business. Yeah. <laughs> And how do you get the word out? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, word of mouth is the best is even though it's old fashioned, that's still the best. Um, so through my friends that have horses and show, which is like 98% of my friends anyways, um, <laughs> all of them and then Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. <laughs> I've seen a couple of TikToks. I'm like, oh, cool. Mm -hmm. That's a gummy saying hey we gotta talk <laughs> <laughs> yes so what's next for this what do you want to do what do you want to grow this into man <laughs> again i would love to be working on some nfr horses i would love to be working on some race horses uh next Kentucky Derby winner. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, bring them to me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's tell everybody, how do they get a hold of you? Um, well, let's, <laughs> how do you get a hold of you? Uh, Facebook, I am Aurora Davidson on there, or you can message uh, Precision Equine Cryotherapy directly, that page mm -hmm. as well um instagram again same way aurora davidson or precision equine cryotherapy um and then tiktok i'm on there is feathered philly sweet mm -hmm. fun and we need to get some more models for you for the feather philly gotcha yes <laughs> yes yes well and so dan loves to ask this question like if there was something in the midwest what what could the midwest do for aurora to help her business Tell your, tell your uh, family and friends that either have horses, show cattle, uh, you name it. Oh, you it. do cattle too? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay. Horses, cattle, sheep, goats, all that stuff. <laughs> Aw, even the little goats get to have some. Yes. Well, Aurora, I want to thank you for joining us and telling us all about both of your businesses and being such a great example of having momentum as a woman in the Midwest. Oh, well, thank you.
Thanks for listening to Midwest Momentum on your favorite podcast site and great radio stations across Ohio like WWCD 92.9 in Franklin, Licking, and Delaware counties and WDLR heard in Delaware, Union, and Marion counties. Now, let's hear what's coming up next week. And coming up next week, we talked to two men from Lexington the human experience firm based in Columbus, Ohio, about their new book just released. The idea for the book started as a class at a university. Then they made a guide to go with the class, and then they thought, we could turn this into a book for anyone interested in research into what the customer really wants. Marty Gage and Spencer Merrill tell us about their experience helping some big-name companies develop their products for the customers. And their new book called User Experience Research, Discover What Customers Really Want. They will share some things to think about if you're interested in getting into the business and what some of the best universities to go to for getting into that business are. So join us for their episode as we catch their Midwest momentum.